Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Thanks for joining us. A couple of quick announcements before we get started with today's guest. Um, First of all, uh, acknowledging our sponsors, um, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. Uh, We thank them for their sponsorship so that we can bring you these episodes. Um, And the holiday season is upon us, folks. Uh, Right after Thanksgiving is uh, Small Business Saturday. November 28th is Small Business Saturday, Shop Local Saturday. It's got a lot of different catchphrases. Um, but the the important thing to remember is uh, plan your holiday shopping around supporting your local business owners. Uh, and uh, Rhode Island Avenue, of course, is full of small business owners and, and good shopping opportunities. Uh, whether you're looking at gift certificates for uh, salon services or dining, uh, or gift baskets in the form of, oh, I don't know, Zeke's coffee beans and T-shirts, things like that. Um, they've got all kinds of specials that they're going to be rolling out for the day, September, uh, excuse me, November 28th, Small Business Saturday. So make sure you, uh, make sure you plan your uh, holiday shopping appropriately. Um, and then uh, on December 5th, uh, our friends down at Rhode Island Row will be, uh, for the second year in a row, hosting their holiday tree lighting and uh, Santa photos. Um, I believe that starts at 6 p.m. Santa comes out and lights the tree at 7. Um, So be sure and and stop by. And then uh, a newly minted minted event that I'm really excited about is uh, December 19th, the Procrastinators Holiday Market. This is our first year to do this, and we're doing this uh, with the sponsorship of MRP Realty and the Rhode Island Avenue Center, Shopping Center, uh, at 680 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. And uh, that will be Saturday, December 19th, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. There will be arts, crafts, food, music, uh, a Santa selfie station, and uh, I believe we're going to have some holiday cocktails available. We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that too loudly right now. Um, so that brings me to today's guest. Uh, we are uh, so excited to welcome Michael Skeena from Memo- M- Excuse me, cannot talk. I haven't had my Zeke's coffee yet today. Michael Skeena from MRP Realty. Uh, welcome, Michael. Thanks, Kyle. So, Michael, your organization, your MRP Realty, mm-hmm. is uh, is the team working behind the redevelopment of the Rhode Island Avenue Center. And that's right. MRP Realty, uh, for those of you who don't know much about us, we were founded about 10 years ago by a group of folks who kind of came out of the Trammell Crow Company, which is a, a, a national, large national real estate development company, and it's grown since then. And at this point, we're actually the, the third largest real estate developer in Washington, D.C., and about a year ago, a year and a half ago, we started having conversations with the current ownership group at the Rhode Island Avenue Shopping Center. And uh, through the series of conversations, we came to a conclusion that we wanted to partner with them on the redevelopment. 
Great. So we're very excited. So uh, the Rhode Island Avenue Shopping Center is at 680 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. Uh, for those of you uh, like me that are uh, numbers challenged on, on the roadway, that is the, the big shopping center with Foreman Mills. Um, it's behind Mount Calvary Baptist Church mm-hmm. and McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a huge parcel of land. It is. It, it is a big parcel. Um, and it's very exciting because you don't often, I mean, across the country, you don't often come into a 13-acre parcel of land that is literally on, on the metro stations, adjacent to the metro station. So it's, a, it's an incredible opportunity for the neighborhood, the community, and the district to do something that is very forward and, um, and, and do something that will, uh, I, I think, ultimately Im- improve uh, the neighborhoods. We're very excited. Yeah, I, as are we. Um, so, you know, give us the big picture. What sure. are you planning for that space? <laughs> sure, That's sure. 13 acres, a lot of things could happen. That's right, that's right. Um, so it's, a, it's an interesting site. Uh, it is a piece of land that's gone through several different incarnations now. So um, the previous, before it was a shopping center, it was actually an industrial use. It was, it was right off of the CSX rail line there, and there were kind of rail spurs that came into the property was used as uh, light manufacturing, industrial distribution. And then in the 1980s, our, our partner um, uh, actually redeveloped the, the property into a, at the time, was, was a kind of state-of-the-art shopping center. Uh, it was anchored by Ames, I believe, and had a Safeway and a CVS and um, several other retailers. And so that was back in 1984, and, and, and so at the time, it really served the, the needs of the community very well. Uh, fast forward, uh, I guess about 30 years, and um, land use has changed quite a bit in in DC. Um, there was the addition of the Red Line and the Rhode Island Avenue Station. Um, there, uh, most recently, was the, redevel- the, the development of Rhode Island Row, uh, which was really the first uh, transit-oriented development around the metro station. And, and then, um, about a year ago, the completion of the pedestrian bridge across mm-hmm. uh, the tracks, the metro and the, and the rail tracks, uh, into literally landing adjacent to this property. And Re- really, the, met- the Metropolitan Branch and, Trail. And, of course, the Metropolitan Branch Trail is a part of the, kind of the national rails-to-trails movement. All, these things combined really kind of set the stage for what we believe is a very exciting development. So um, to tell you, tell you a little bit about what, what we're planning and, and – um, and this has been in consultation with the community and with um, the, the council member, the Office of Planning, some of the priorities that have been identified in the comprehensive plan in the district, et cetera. Um, we have proposed in our, um, in our application to the Office of Planning uh, 1,500 residential units, about 1,550 residential units, wow. and about 200,000 square feet of retail. And that would be in seven buildings, Around six different blocks. Um, now it sounds like a lot, but you know, really, it's 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 over 13 acres of land. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, actually, uh, from a density perspective, um, it's it's very comparable to some other developments that you see um, uh, around the neighborhood, including um, Bazudo's uh, brand new Monroe Street Market, uh, Rhode Island Row. In, in terms of height, uh, all the buildings will be seven stories or less. Um, all the buildings will have a, a retail component on the ground floor, and we are planning to bring back, um, bring into the project some anchors, anchor retailers, 
And so we've designed, you know, some great spaces, one set aside for uh, perhaps a gym, a full service gym use, and then one set aside for a grocery store. Great. So uh, it's, uh, it's, there, there's, a, there's some other things that kind of go into it that are past just the numbers. Um, the other, other things that we're doing is we're creating a grid of streets uh, where there, right now there's really just a parking lot. So um, there'll be a, a new grid of streets that will make it feel very urban and feel like the fabric of, of the district. There'll be, uh, we are planning over, uh, for over an acre of open space, uh, green space. Um, on the project, a lot of that will be adjacent to the Metropolitan Branch Trail, which we believe will only enhance the, the value oh, yeah. Yeah. of the trail, the eyes on the trail, the safety of the trail, things like that. Um, we and then and then lastly, um, the last thing I want to mention is we we have um, a bike, a dedicated uh, grade separated bike lane that will run from the Metropolitan Branch Trail all the way through our project along the Main Street to the Fourth Street bike. Um, uh, dedicated bike lanes. Oh, nice! So it's a major piece nice. of, of bicycle infrastructure that will kind of help connect those those two existing pieces of bike infrastructure that currently don't have that connection. Oh, that sounds fantastic! I I I cycle a lot, and so that's music to my ears. <laughs> um, so I'm glad you mentioned the grid of streets and and the fact that you know right now it's a big uh, flat surface parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so you. What about the the elevation, the grade? Are you gonna right now? It's you know kind of on the perched on the top of the yes, hill there. Yes. Yes. So uh, how is that going to change? Yeah, that's a that's another good question. I mean, that, that's always been one of the challenges of, of this site, and and one of the reasons, frankly, it, it probably wasn't redeveloped earlier. Um, the elevation uh, of the site really, in some ways, separates it from Rhode Island. It really and, does. And as we all know, those of us who are, are, are either urban planners or uh, we do we urban plan in our, our spare time, um, but we, we know that kind of having that connection to the street is very important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've done in, in our plan is we're actually lowering the entire site about 10 feet. Oh, good. So it's a, it's a massive kind of earth movement and infrastructure uh, project. And so what that will do is that inst- right now there's about a 20-foot grade difference between Rhode Island Avenue and the parking lot of the shopping center. And so what we're proposing is about 10 feet, uh, 10, foot, 10 feet of difference. And there's a couple of great things that that does for the, the site. One, um, it, it, it creates a, a, a more accessible uh, route, and I, I use that in a technical term. This will actually be ADA accept- accessible routes from Rhode Island Avenue up to the Main Street great. of the project. That's great. Um, and then it will also create a very nice, even plane um, uh, at the Metropolitan Branch Trail. Right now there's some, some grade, um, and, and so we're able to kind of flatten that whole area out and really make a very nice, public publicly accessible open and green space environment so we're it's it was one of the decisions that we made early on um and we're very excited uh, you know about kind of that particular uh, aspect of the development yeah i i think that's uh i think that's a great great plan Mm -hmm. i know uh as many senior citizens as live in the area as many people that are mobility challenged uh you getting up one of those steep hills into the parking lot is uh uh, even for somebody healthy, I, I, I it's a at, hike. Yeah. I look at that hill and go, oh yeah, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Uh, so this is a big project. Uh, you will be uh, going through the whole PUD process. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so for listeners out there who may not know what the PUD process involves, can right. you give us a quick overview of that? And sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to be quick. Uh, so uh, the district, um, the Office of Planning and uh, the D- D.C. Uh, Council has essentially zoned every parcel of land in D.C. for a specific use, density, scale, look and feel. Okay, so um, this particular um, piece of land is is already zoned. Um, it's zoned C3A, uh, which is just technical jargon, but um, uh, it, it allows you to do a, you know a certain amount of mix of uses, commercial uses, some residential, um, a certain amount of height and and um, and density. Uh, in uh, the district also allows developers to take a project through what's called a planned unit development process. Okay, so what what that means is that the developer says uh, we have existing zoning. There's something about the existing zoning that we would like relief from, um, and in exchange for the relief from that one aspect of the zoning code, we are willing as a developer uh, uh, to give community benefits. So, in for this project. Um, uh, as I said, zone C3A, we're taking it through a PUD process that will give us variance on the height. So right now, if I went out and, and built something on the, on the site, I could only build up to 65 feet of height. And what we're asking for is uh, the ability to build up to 90 feet. Yeah. Uh, that's really the, the, the biggest variance um, that we're asking for in this PUD process. So... Um, in exchange, we are offering a, a series of, of community benefits um, uh, to get to that to get that variance, and we believe it's uh, it's a good deal uh, for the community and for the district. Um, some of those benefits include um, improving the uh, Metropolitan Branch Trail adjacent to the site, creating this open and green space, providing for community uh, great community retail amenities like a grocery store and a full service gym. We've proposed um, this bike lane, as I mentioned. Um, we're uh, proposing a two pedestrian connections to Edgewood Terrace, the the neighborhood uh, just to the north of this site. So, it's 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 an iterative process where we we talk to the community, and we talk to the office of planning, and we talk to uh, the council member, and we talk to you know folks who are stakeholders in in this piece of land, and we figure out what the right kind of mix of, of community benefits is. So that's that's essentially what the PUD process is designed for. Now, in terms of timing and kind of how that works, uh, we submitted our, our PUD application to the Office of Planning in July, uh, this past July, so July 2015. Um, what happens from that point forward is that the Office of Planning distributes it to all the other district agencies who may have uh, a role in, 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 in this project. So, for instance, uh, the DOEE, or the, district, the Department of Energy and the Environment, mm-hmm. um, DDOT, the District Department of Transportation, right. et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of folks take a look at it internally, and then the Office of Planning creates a report and the, kind of their recommendations to the Zoning Commission. And ultimately, this project will go before the Zoning Commission for a yay or nay vote on on the PUD, so what th- what we've been doing since July has been a lot of community outreach. Um, so we've we've met with 
uh, all the major civic associations at least once um, around the project, usually twice. Um, we have uh, met with individual uh, single-member districts. We've met with the ANC at large. Um, we've met with organizations that have a stake in Rhode Island, like the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street. Um, and we've, we've just kind of begun that process of getting feedback. Um, so uh, that is where we are right now. The, um, the Office of Planning report is, is set to come out this month. Um, we'll, go, we'll be set down before the Zoning Commission on the 23rd. That'll be a, a meeting in which um, they will kind of give their reaction to uh, the proposed PUD. And then, and then after that, we expect sometime in the spring of next year to go before the Zoning Commission for a full vote. Great, great. So uh, some, some questions around the, the, the public benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, are there uh, mandates about what those public benefits should be, or is it pretty much up to the communities to, to work with the developer and, and outline those? The Zoning Commission actually gives quite a bit of deference to the local community, and, and typically those community that community feedback is funneled through the ANC. So if the community says, we really want a sign um, that introduces our community, mm-hmm. and we don't want anything else, right? We don't want, uh, we don't want affordable housing. We don't want additional green space. We just really want a sign then uh, the developer will kind of come to an agreement with the ANC. The ANC will vote to support the project, and then the Zoning Commission will likely, you know, give great deference to the ANC and say, well, if that's what the community wants, that's what the community wants. But um, I I would say that the Office of Planning has a a, a laundry list of suggestions on on what we can do to improve access, to improve the sustainable... um, the sustainability of the project to improve affordable housing and things like that. So a lot of those you'll see in their report. Um, oftentimes they'll get, those get picked up, those suggestions get picked up by the ANC and incorporated into the public public uh, amenities package. All right, all right. So uh, you mentioned um, affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how many how many total housing units are you looking at? So we are proposing about 1,500 residential units in the project over a phased period of time. So I think that's another kind of important point here is that we're not going to build 1,500 units at once. I mean, it's, it would be an economic disaster uh, for us to do so because uh, you can't actually rent 1,500 units simultaneously right, right. in one location. So th- this will be a phased um, project. And, and so over, let's say, 10 years, we'll deliver 1,500 units. So – uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And of course, you know one of the first questions that people ask about new developments is what 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 level of of affordability will be there? How many how many units will be considered affordable out mm-hmm. of those fifteen hundred residential units? Oh, we got out the calculator here. Well, I uh, I think Kyle, it depends on your definition of affordability. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a ballpark. Uh, I mean, yeah, we we understand that. That there's affordable and then there's really affordable. So what? Here, here's what I'll say. Um, what we are proposing in our in our PUD is that eight percent of the units are are um, set aside for folks who make less than eighty percent of the area median income. Okay. okay. So that's that's um, uh, that is what the inclusionary zoning 
law would require of someone in this zone today. All right. Okay. So the rest of the other 92% of the units uh, would be, uh, would the market would set the price. And I, th- I think what you'll find is that, that, that these apartments will lease at a rate that's, that's lower than Noma and, and, and lower than other areas Absolutely. of the red line, but, but perhaps higher than Fort Totten or Tacoma or some parts that are further out. Yep. Absolutely. It's, it is about market rate. My, my point to, to asking that is that um, this 13 acres has zero housing currently. That's right. So uh, that 13 acres in, in this particular part of town is going to see a net gain of 1,500 plus residential units right. and a net gain of... About 125 units that are set aside for right, right. So, affordability. Uh, you know, I know that, that there's a lot of interest in, mm-hmm. in making sure affordability happens. And, and I'm, I'm excited to know that, that this community and this project are going to be delivering a net gain of, of affordable housing. That's right. Um, so I, I'm real happy to, to talk about that. Um, and on, you know, a slightly personal note, oh, to, to folks that live here in the neighborhood, um, what's going to happen to the mural back there? You know, <laughs> the, that mural is... Yeah, that's uh, a good question. It's the longest mural in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's it's a little bit of a, a, a point of pride yeah. for, for folks no, in the neighborhood. Be. So, it should be. So what's going to happen with it? So we are planning to preserve it uh, in our development plan. So right now, I think um, for the majority of the site... There, there may be a portion of the site uh, that's currently kind of behind the old Safeway, um, the current Big Lots, um, Save-A-Lot building. A portion of it we may not preserve, but for the majority of it, we are going to preserve that mural because it's a great work of art. It, as you know, it was sponsored by um, uh, D.C. government, I believe, um, kind of granted some money to an organization to have the mural painted. It was five muralists, over 40 apprentices. That, that helped uh, in in the design and and um, uh, and the application of that mural. It's it's a fantastic work of art. We we actually think that uh, that this project has the opportunity to to be something even um, an even greater impact on the arts community than just preserving that mural. And we think that the, preserving the mural is going to be a part of it. But we also you know we feel like in some ways. Um, this this project could be, uh, you know, a center of of art and kind of and kind of capture the 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 art movement that's really already in the neighborhood. I mean, if you go up Eighth Street, there's there's several different uh, performing arts studios. Um, of course, Brookland has Twelfth um, Street has has lots of different um, art, art organizations, and then Woodridge um, up kind of Rhode Island Avenue North. I mean, there's a there's a really great uh, nexus of of art activity. Um, in um, off of Rhode Island Avenue, and so we we want to be a part of that. So the mural is just the first piece of it. Um, uh, stay tuned for uh, other <laughs> ways in which in which we plan to engage our our community. But I would plug uh, once again plug the the Procrastinators Holiday Market yes. um, on December nineteenth. So we're very excited to work with your organization, uh, Kyle, and 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 sponsor this event. This this will event we we hope to have over forty different uh, artisans and food vendors um, kind of selling their goods. And, and as you know, um, these vendors are often 
there's often an artistic component to a lot of these vendors. Um, and so I think it's a great way to support the arts. The, the holiday market is an example of what we plan on really bringing to this site. So this is going to be a, a very locally focused, um, art-driven um, retail and, 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 and kind of community center. So uh, we're, we're, we're very excited to sponsor this. I think it's just, um, it's just a little taste of, of what we think uh, this project will ultimately become. And I would also note for those of you who are listening um, who live in the community and, and would like to learn more about the project, uh, timeline or specifics, uh, I'll be there all day. Uh, we'll have members of our development team who will be there and uh, we'll be you know, in the, in the market, in one of the booths, talking to folks about the project. So come, give feedback. Tell me what you like, what you don't like, um, and so we'll be there all day. Yeah, I'm I am so excited about this. You know, this uh, that area has has um, has needed to be active. Um, I know that um, our friends over at the Premier Community Development Corporation uh, they were hosting a farmers market there, and you know that was that was a, a great way to to get some activity going in the area. Um, and I'm I'm so glad that that we can you know, grow the, the activity, uh, at 680 even more. Uh, um, I can't tell you how excited I am about this market. Uh, I, I think, uh, it is, like you said, it's going to be one of many things that, mm-hmm. that will have happening, uh, down in the Edgewood neighborhood, uh, of Rhode Island Avenue, main street, uh, through the, through the coming years. And, um, you've got, a booklet here in front of us. I'm, I'm sorry we don't have video component to this, but um, you guys have a great uh, booklet of renderings of you know how you are imagining this is going to look. Uh, I think it's really important for people to to see this and get mm-hmm. a, a good visually impactful uh, impression of Absolutely. of the future of that of that neighborhood. Um, and it, I think it's going to. I think it's going to be a game changer for the for the community. Uh, just the way, just as Rhode Island Row has been, as uh, as new, the new Brentwood Village will be. Uh, I think all of these things uh, not only you know have been creating uh, net gains in housing, but opportunities for jobs, opportunities for careers, not just jobs, but careers. Because right. right. with two hundred thousand square feet of retail, you got lots of room in there for. Uh, hello, neighbors, new entrepreneurs Absolutely. to to search out their Absolutely. their next best spot to mm-hmm. grow in. Um, so you mentioned some of the major anchors that you wanted to get mm-hmm. in there as retail. Uh, have you been in negotiations with with anybody that you can talk about? Uh, no, I, it I, is early in the yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's very early. Um, I think it's a good point to talk about the timeline, though. Um, so right now we're in the PUD process. We hope that will conclude sometime uh, middle of next year. Uh, hopefully on the earlier side, um, and and then we'll start actually designing phase one, and then phase one would break ground in the middle of 2017. So phase one is two buildings that are adjacent to the metro, um, and and those are the buildings that, that Kyle's referencing here um, that are on the on the uh, cover sheet of my application, and that you, you basically can, facing the Metropolitan Branch Trail, facing the trail. That's right. There'll be a public plaza in between them. And then in between the buildings and the trail is uh, green space, public nice. green space, and so opportunities for active and passive recreation. Um, so we'll start construction of that phase one in 2017. De- we'll deliver the buildings in 2019 and start leasing up uh, the retail space and, and the residents at that time. So 
that's four years out. Um, and there are some retail stores that make their plans that far out, but um, uh, it's often very preliminary. So sure, sure. we, what, what I would say is uh, I come from a, a retail real estate background. I have you know, great connections in, in the retail real estate uh, world, um, both locally and regionally and nationally. So what we are doing is we're, we are trying to create um, the right mix of, of retailers that are appropriate for the neighborhood, and that will dr- ultimately drive continued interest um, and excitement about the project. Sounds great. Um, so do you guys have a, a website or um, some other information site set yeah, up? Yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. We don't. Um, so we are, we're actually in the process of, of thinking about our marketing. And, and so what I would say is stay tuned. Uh, sometime next year we'll roll out a, um, a marketing package, which will include a website. Um, if, if, look, if you want more information about this, there's lots of ways that you can be involved. Um, I'll be at the ANC five E meeting next Tuesday night, uh, the 17th. I'll be presenting a, a brief kind of update on the project and I'm happy to stick around and, and, and discuss it in greater detail. Um, we will also have this event on the 19th, uh, December 19th, um, the holiday market, uh, which we'll be talking about the project. And then, uh, look, my, my door's open. Um, uh, Michael Skeena at MRP Realty. I mean, uh, if you want to come see me, our offices are, uh, on K street, 3050 K street, suite 125. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm always open to talk to folks about the project and, and, and help folks learn more about it. Great. Great. Um, so December 19th, again, uh, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., the mm-hmm. Procrastinators Holiday Market. Uh, I know that we've gotten information up on our website, mm-hmm. riamainstreet.org, uh, and our Facebook page. Uh, we will uh, soon be blitzing you on social media, you you, the listeners and readers on social media. Did you say blitzing uh, you? I said blitzing. Like the reindeer? <laughs> I was thinking more football, but yes, reindeers, blitzing, yes. Uh, that's exactly what I meant. Thank that's, you. That's right, that's right. We're getting to the holiday <laughs> holiday spirit, holiday yes, spirit. Yes, um, So December 19th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at 680 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. Uh, you'll want to stop by for the uh, last-minute shopping and the good food and the uh, community spirit, and you'll – Obviously, want to stop by to uh, to visit with Michael and his team to learn more about this development uh, at 680 Rhode Island Avenue. Uh, I'm particularly excited about the the gym that you talked about getting yes. in there because we yes. we will need that after the holidays, even though it won't be around for right. another couple of years. But um, eventually, we'll need it for after the holidays. Um, any any other information about this that I've neglected to ask you about that you want to add on? No, I. Look, we are um, MRP Realty. We are a Washington, D.C.-based real estate company, okay? So um, what that means to us is we, we build and invest in the communities that we live in. So I, I, I live in southeast D.C. Um, near the ballpark. Uh, my, my oldest daughter goes to school in Mundo Verde, uh, which is within a, the ANC 5E. Um, we are – I am personally invested in this community. I want to see this city – uh, thrive uh, economically, and, and I want to. I want to see everybody have a chance to participate in that. So, um, so we're, we we're not a, a fly by night development company. 
um, we're going to be here for the long run. And so I want folks to understand that um, that we're really invested in, and we want to do what's right for the community. Uh, always great to hear that. Uh, I know, Michael, you've already asked me for some contact information for local contractors uh, mm-hmm. to do some of the work. Um, so, you know, that certainly warms our heart to know that you'll be using D.C.-based contractors for the work uh, as as much as possible. Um, and I, I think that just shows the shows the investment from from day one on this um could not be more excited about this um thank you for joining us today absolutely um folks again uh, if you want to see more about this learn more about this uh michael will be at the anc 5e meeting on november 19th the 17th 17th excuse Mm -hmm. me um i believe that's at uh, trinity college Mm -hmm. uh probably starts about 7 p.m uh you can visit the anc 5e website uh, to get more information about the uh specific agenda and then uh december 19th 680 rhode island avenue the holiday procrastinators holiday market uh from 10 a.m to 6 p.m that's right and the, the the market um just to give some context instead of just the address um the market will be held in the parking lot that's right next to the entrance to the pedestrian bridge that goes across so it'll be adjacent to the metropolitan branch trail um for those of you who, who have kind of been in the neighborhood for a while um, uh, there is a kind of a, a serpentine entrance to the shopping center that's right off Rhode Island Avenue. Uh, as soon as you cross uh, underneath the bridge, as you head south, if you if you take that entrance and you go up the hill, you'll see our tent and you'll see the lights. And um, so uh, well, that's 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 where you should come to. We're very excited. Yep, we will all be there. All right, thank you, Michael, um, and uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors, Department of Housing and Community Development and the Department of Small and Local Business Development. Uh, we will see you next week. Michelle will be back with us again next week, um, and uh, you all have a good holiday. <laughs>